and welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I am your host, Sydney Tramone, and today I'm mean, bringing back the scholarship doctor, Miss Rhea Watson. Welcome Woo! back! <laughs> Thank you, Miss Sydney. How are of you? Of course. I look. <laughs> I've been here. I'll say that. I've been here. How are you? super blessed excited you know this is like my highest honor that you actually want me to talk to your audience and to be able to converse with you it's it's awesome so thank you for having me back thank you for having me first and thank you for having me back (laughs) absolutely you know I think we got a lot of good feedback after the last time you came on and you know I just felt like you had a lot to say and add value to you know our conversation and you know I think especially now our conversation can apply to me more as I'm <laughs> prepping for like senior year which is oh my god so right. scary because last time we talked it was the beginning of my junior year and now I'm closing it out yes how time works don't ask me but <laughs> I'm really excited for this one <laughs> yes and I'm so proud of you congrats I know you had a jump in junior year you are gonna have a, such a successful senior year and this is the time so it's like yes, oh wait I think I know something perfect timing hmm. yes honey. Yeah. <laughs> you guys she has pom-poms with her <laughs> last time she didn't have she has them today <laughs> goodness <laughs> okay so take us back uh for anyone new that is here with us you are the scholarship doctor of scholarship solutions and you know you provide students you know with the help and support they need you know in applying for scholarships and making a smooth transition into college so tell us what that process is like absolutely so we are all about making sure that scholars we call everyone a scholar we either face that into their lives or they're already living their best life in that regard but we say scholars from zero to 99, from the womb to the tomb, from birth to death. (laughs) (laughs) From the womb to the tomb, that's so funny. We're trying to let everyone know, as long as you are living, you can apply for scholarships and win them. Not just apply, but apply and win. Now it is important to apply. I have in my book now, Sydney, I didn't have a book the last time we talked, but I have a book now and we talk about a surefire way that you'll never get a scholarship. And that's if you don't apply. And so that's what scholarship solutions we do. We are cheerleaders. We are coaches. Woo-hoo! Also here to make sure that we are directing and giving absolute advice, assistance, Um, We analyze, we don't write essays, but we analyze them. And because of that, we advocate for our students. We believe in A's and A's, and that's the way we run this business as well. And because of that, people have earned over $200 million in college scholarships. Absolutely. So that's the process. It's important to apply, but we are always wanting to bring the direction, the professionalism, the information, so people can feel really secure in their application process. And again, know that it's possible because of testimonials, because mm-hmm. they have that, that professionalism and we're walking them hand in hand through the scholarship solutions. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, like, as you brought it up, of course, your new scholarship doctor book is like the five steps into getting a free degree. and. Tell us a little bit about that, because, you know, like you said, you didn't have that written before from last time I had you. So tell us what's in there. If you can, I know there's like five easy steps, but we want to know. We want to know. 
That's exactly right. So there's five steps to going to college debt-free. And so my book is actually, it's a curriculum. So it's a workbook. And it's awesome because schools and CBOs, community-based organizations, and, and little sister and little brother fraternity and sorority groups, they're all getting the book and working with their members together through the curriculum. Because it's a how-to, and I'm going to explain how you do it, but it's also fill in the blank. Again, I'm the scholarship doctor, right? So it's a prescription. So we say, here's the prescription. Now let's fill it. And each and every step has active information, details, and, and pages where people can 100% go to college debt-free. So now let me tell you how that works because there's five easy steps. Now you have to do all the steps and you have to do them to the best of your ability. But when that happens, it can equal debt freedom. So first of all, you want to have great grades. And we talk about that, not just what great grades are, which is a 3.8 or higher GPA. That's not the end all be all, but this is like the ultimate. When you're saying, I don't want to write a check to a college, you want to make sure you have, just like I said earlier, those A's and A's, right? Also about great scores. So read, what is a great score? A great score is a 30 on the ACT and a 1400 on the SAT. Now I know everyone's saying, what about the colleges that are optional? Well, this is the thing though, Cindy. With an option, you have two of them, right? You can either opt out or you can opt in, right? Mm -hmm. And so with scholarship solutions, we're always opting in. The same thing with on an essay. Maybe you're going to do Common App. You're going to be getting to this process very soon, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so on the Common App, there's an optional essay. And I always tell clients, I'm telling scholars, again, we're all scholars. There's no option when you're saying, I want to earn this scholarship you can't opt out because that's what people do who aren't looking to get those goals. So we always opt in. So even with tests, if the school says test optional, you're saying, yep, yeah, it is an option. It's an option for me to opt in. And I'm going to do my very, very best to get a 30 on the ACT and a 1400 on the SAT. The other thing that is awesome are <laughs> extracurricular activity, things like your podcast, right? Right. <laughs> So if someone's a part of Jack and Jill or they're dancing or maybe they play a sport. Right now I have a harpist in, in Atlanta and he's male. Oh my gosh, right? Wow. So he's male mm -hmm. harpist. So he calls himself a helper, a harpist, and a hooper. Yes, he does all three. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? And mm -hmm. those are extracurricular activities which equate to large scholarships. So you want to have mm -hmm. awesome extracurricular activities. And then you want to have awesome volunteerism. What have you done for me lately? You need to be able to, whoever you are, answer that with giving hoodies in the hood water bottles to a woman's shelter, you know, mm -hmm. checking it out and having a carnival with the kids. Those are the things that you want to do when you're thinking about big dollars for scholarships. And finally, this is the secret sauce, Sydney. The secret sauce is leadership. So it's like mm -hmm. wonderful to be involved. It's wonderful to give back. It's great to have those great grades. And remember, I said great grades, great scores, but awesome, awesome, excellent, excellent, Awesome, awesome volunteerism, extracurricular activities, as well as leadership. And it doesn't always mean that you have to be the president or the vice president. Right. There's a sergeant of arms or the co-captain. Sometimes you might be a chaplain or maybe you are the chairman of something. All of those have value and it shows that you are setting yourself apart.
And that's the five easy steps. It's not exactly. Right. <laughs> right. That's the book. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I definitely think that a lot of these things, you know, when it comes to you applying, and I think we talked about this last time is like, we have to do the work to get there. And, you know, I go to school with some people and, you know, we, we were actually just talking about, you know, oh, you know, some schools are uh, SAT optional, you know, like ACT optional, yeah. but it's the ones that don't really do much that are like, oh, I'm not going to take it because it's optional. I'm like, well, they're not looking at that. What do you think they're going to look at? You know, if you don't have that, you need some type of something to like back it up, you know? So I definitely think that like opting in, like you said, and, you know, staying for the let out and just making sure that everything is in order, you know, just doing the hard stuff. So, you know, you can go to college for free. Hello. Absolutely. <laughs> positively. And, you know, we may still have a little bit of a hush conversation with that for class of 2023. That's you, right? And all of your friends that who you've been hanging out with and yeah. talking about this process with. But class of 2024, 25, 26, we're not gonna hear about that anymore. It's mm -hmm. absolutely not going to be an option. If they're really canceling the exams altogether, schools are still gonna have some kind of standardized process. And even though we not, may not love the ACT and the SAT so very much, there's something that might be coming that we're completely unfamiliar with. So I just say, you know, do the best you can. It doesn't have, we're not looking for perfection. Really what scholarships love, Sydney, is for a student to be well-rounded. Yeah. You know, I actually have like a quick question about that because okay. I've heard, you know, like either in the scholarship process or, you know, the college application process, it's kind of like, Yes, be well-rounded, but also have something that makes you stand out. So what do you think that should mean for students that are kind of like in every single thing? Like this person's in like swim club, orchestra club, you know, acting, but it's kind of like who makes them them. So like, what, what would you say to that? So I'm all about self-starters, right? I mean, if you mm -hmm. really are that person who has all of these things and you hang out with people who have all of these things, what is going to make you stand out is an, a P, another P besides prescription, right? That we love mm -hmm. that passion project. What have you done that makes your heart come out so big and stands out so uniquely that people are just they're, they're, they, it's like a command for them to look at you and what you're doing. And again, when you're doing that to help others and another P word, here we go, peer to peer. So if you're a 16 year old and you're helping other 16 year olds, that looks fabulous. If you're mm -hmm. a 17 year old helping other 17 year olds, you're like, you're taking the time to help your friends. You know, even if it's kind of across, we say like generations, not quite, but if you're 17 and you're helping someone that's six, people want to know, why are you doing that? Why was that important to you? And that can help you when you're like, everything is perfect and all my friends are perfect. What makes us stand out? Surely leadership, but what about, what can you do that's your own thing that you take complete ownership of and then just sell that to the world? Um, it makes a huge difference. Right. Yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense for me. And, you know, it helps me out because <laughs> I am one of those students that kind of like taps into like different things. And it's like, I think what makes me stand out is the fact that I have this podcast and all these speaking engagements that I've been, I feel like that's my piece, and, you know, like helping out people my age. This is a youth, like youth-based platform. So, you know, like that's kind of my piece in that. So box checked. <laughs> Good girl. Check it off. We call it the scholarship check. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> the pom-pom is back. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. You're good. 
and one more thing that we can talk about before we go into our break is about like, why do you think it is important that students know that they can get into college without acquiring debt and, you know, graduating debt free? Mm-hmm. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like, what is this thing debt, right? This is going to be the largest bill probably that you'll ever have in your life. Again, mom, dad, and others, they do a great job taking care of their children, right? But a college education can be equal to the same amount as the house that you live in, even more. Right. So when you can start to see, hmm, I don't think I want an education, at least coming out of my pocket that costs the same as my house, Mm -hmm. start to understand the value of scholarships. Because for me, Sydney, it's all about OPM, girl. Other people's money, right? (laughs) So we are doing OPM to pay a mortgage payment or pay the value of a house. And we know education is important. It's something we're talking about in material things. And this is your brain and your intellect. But it really is about that cost. And so to have that kind of debt, if you go in with the same that would be a mortgage payment or the cost of a house, then that sometimes stops people from getting a house. And most right. people come home at least one time in their life, right? So it's like you've gotten this great education and now because of debt, they say you have too much and we can't bring on more debt and you can't be a homeowner. We don't want that for students. So if they can start to kind of equate that to things that they live in and look at and see why mom and dad wants them to so much not be a part of this process, maybe they went through it themselves, then it, you know they can start to, to understand Let me apply one more time for a scholarship so that I can avoid the debt, make sure that I can then be a homeowner and raise my family and have all the wonderful things that we call the American dream, right? Or whoever's, wherever people are in the world to say, I want this and I want better than what happened with my parents or my grandparents. And then we go to college debt-free, hopefully. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I definitely agree with that process. And, you know, it's kind of like, I know for my mom, at least, like, if anything's for free, she's jumping for me. She's like, oh, yes, go, you know? And so, like, when it comes to college, you know, like, having it be so expensive, and that's a good analogy, saying, like, costing as much as your house, no one's going to be one of, no. Like, you want to go to college and pay for something that is the same as a home that I live in that I could probably not even pay for myself? No one is going to want that, you know, so I really agree that, you know, that the scholarships and that everything that goes into them should be like a vital piece, you know, into wanting to get those and like going to college for free, for sure. Yeah, I think there was at a time that President and Mrs. Obama, actually their student loan payments were more than their mortgage payment. Wow. So they really worked and was a platform for President Obama and many of our, our, our leaders, thank God that said, how can we change this? Um, One program that President Obama that came in under his administration was the TEACH grant. So the teachers, people who we love that are making sure that our children are being raised and reared in education, thank God for teachers, that they have a $4,000 grant. And they wanted to kind of, again, change the narrative saying, at least if you're gonna teach our kids and show them the way, we don't want you to have a ton of debt or how can we lessen it? And so leaders have been in this situation and they wanted something differently and have great programming so that we don't have to go through it. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. But thank you so much, Ms. Rhea, for joining me thus far. And thank you to my listeners for joining me. We were just talking about how to get into college for free, why they're important and why you should be a part of them. So thank you so much, Ms. Rhea. And thank you to my listeners. And we'll be right back after this break. 
Hey, everybody. It's Alondra Brooks, your host at I Am Becoming Podcast Radio. I Am Becoming is what I would call inspirational gumbo. We will talk about becoming from motivational perspective. This platform will be an information highway for nuggets from the hair industry business to business in general, motivation. You can catch us every Sunday at 3 p.m. Come out and become with me. I cannot wait to hear from you. Hey, this is Sydney Cherlinette, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm here with Ms. Rhea Watson, the scholarship doctor, just talking about why scholarships are important, why we can go into college and get out of it debt-free, and why it's important to do that as well. So welcome back. Thank for the you. people that are <laughs> for the people that are new here, you guys are probably already absorbing some of her positive and amazing energy. And I want her to kind of retell her story from the last time she was here about how she got to where she is today. So I will let you take the floor. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sydney. So I am that girl who got, and I know I'm not saying it all properly, but it was really this, because this is what people would say. Aren't you the girl that got a lot of scholarships to go to school, Re? And I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and so I was known in Las Vegas as the girl who got a lot of scholarships to go to school. And so people would ask me, can you help my child, my grandchild, my godchild? I'm an auntie. Can you help my niece or nephew? And I have those calls still to, to, to this day. Um, but that's how I got started. My mom and I, at the time, you couldn't even, there was no internet. You couldn't check out the books. We would go to my neighborhood library, which was the West Las Vegas library. And from the reference section, because you couldn't check the book out, we would write in a notepad different scholarships that we thought we were applicable for or that I was applicable for um, and or eligible for. In my family, we're a blue collar family. That means that my dad um, worked with his hands pretty much. He was a maintenance laborer. And my mom just said, we don't have money to pay for you to go to school. And they had provided us with my sister and I with an incredible education. They've always been there, made sure that we were super involved but there just was not extra money for us to go to school. So I had to go through scholarships. Um, and so I got about $30,000 in scholarships in 1992. So it was huge. I thought mm -hmm. I was filthy rich. <laughs> I more money, but I was mm -hmm. like, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I'm from Vegas where there's not um, a lot of people who are going to college. In fact, I was probably out of my church, which was really my family and my friends and my church. I was the only one that went to college. Everyone went to go and work on the Las Vegas Strip. So while I was taking my $30,000 and going to school, they were making like seventy dollars or $80,000 a year being cocktail waitresses and valets. Mm -hmm. And kind of I was being laughed at a little bit, right? right? But it was okay because my parents said, you go to college and it will pay off. And I was like, okay, that sounds Absolutely. great. And that was my story though. That's how it started. Um, my daddy was actually functionally illiterate. So he had not, um, did not know how to read or write and he didn't graduate high school. So it was very polarized because my mom had graduated high school at 16, had an IQ that was equal to Einstein. 
but they were super committed. They were an amazing couple. And I say were because my daddy went to heaven about five years ago, but mm-hmm. together they created my sister and I in this passion and complete commitment to excelling in education and to making sure that we go to college debt-free or as close to that as possible. Um, at my college, I got the largest financial package they had ever offered, but wow. since I still didn't know this because I was a first-gen college student. That means, again, my mom nor my dad had not earned a four-year degree. And so that's the same for anyone here, still first-gen. If your parents haven't earned a four-year degree, they can have a two-year a certificate, have a great career. But if they don't have a four-year degree on either side, you're first gen and there's scholarships for that. And so when they said I got a huge package, I was so excited and didn't find out until later in life that it was actually inclusive of loans. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And so when I was a senior in college, though, I learned that there was more than just earning scholarships. And I had learned earned lots of scholarships. But I learned that there was more than earning scholarships that you could actually get paid to go to school. And so my 80-year-old mentor in October, she'll be 80. And she is amazing. And she let me know that it is 100% possible not just to go to college debt-free or for free, but to get paid to go to school. And now every degree that I've earned and worked on since that time, I have not just earned scholarships, not just earned money, but actually received a salary as a student. And anyone and everyone can do that. It is possible. I'm not this extra special, you know, (laughs) human being or alien or anything else. It's someone who's willing to work hard, to be super concentrated and organized. And they can avoid the pitfalls that I didn't even know about because I'm spreading this message that it's possible to go to college debt free. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my story and it's yeah really- <laughs> <laughs> and I love that and you know like the way that you were able to you know grow and like see how you know okay if my parents are in this situation I would be a first gen and like how can I grow from that and like see where I can go and you know like going like going to library and like going and like see what uh scholarships you can apply for I wouldn't even have thought to do that honestly and you know it's kind of like these things that I'm learning that how I can apply to my own life. And I hope my listeners can do as well. And like things about your story that I think are just so inspirational that I'm really glad that we're hearing about today. And, you know, so I hope you guys, I should have said this in the beginning, but I hope you guys have been taking notes. The notepad <laughs> better be out. The note app better be open. Like, come on. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also like, you know, want to talk about, you know, maybe some misconceptions about scholarships and, you know, like why people are like, oh, this scholarship would probably be like best for me or like not, you know, like just things like that. Yeah. So some misconceptions for sure is that people think in some way or not, they're ineligible. They make too much money. They're not of minority descent. They don't live in the right city or state. They don't come from the right family. Um, Their grades aren't high enough. Their test scores aren't high enough. They didn't choose the right college. All of those are fallacies, they're misconceptions and myths that stop us. Um, people think I have to be, I, I know some de- negative, but they say, oh, I have to be a, a star athlete. That is not true. Those are all things that are gonna help us, right? It's not a bad thing if you're from uh, a high or low income family. It's not a bad thing if you're from a majority or minority um, cultural background. Those things are, are only adding to your narrative that is gonna make you a strong strong candidate. So what I say, Sydney, is don't pre-qualify yourself. Don't look and say, oh, my family makes too much money. I'm not going to qualify. So I won't participate in the scholarship process. 
oh, I am of, you know, Native American descent. I know there's not any money for us, so I'm not going to. Don't do that. That is the misconception. The other thing is that it is difficult. It is, I don't want to say that it doesn't take work because that is also a misconception. Mm -hmm. You have to work, but it's not hard. And with Scholarship Solutions, we do five essays. That's it. And then we become recyclists, <laughs> environmentalists. We just recycle those. So when people can, again, put in the hard work to do that, then they could just recycle essays after that. And you're just really typing in information. And yeah, it all takes time. But the more you do it, actually, the less of investment time. And is it worth it? I hear that all the time. Is it really worth it? It is really worth it. Because you're going to avoid debt. OPM, use other people's money. Use other people's money. <laughs> it can also become other things that help you in other ways. So when people see that you want a scholarship, it's like, oh, wait, they're scholarly. They're hardworking. They don't mind giving back. They don't mind working hard. So it shows those types of things. So that can help with an internship, an externship, a future job or career. Maybe you want to make the lacrosse team. And if you have an application that shows you're willing to do this, they already have an aesthetic for you that, again, can help you in other ways. So Absolutely. I would just say to everyone, you know my philosophy, apply, apply, apply. You never <laughs> know until you try. Absolutely. And I hope everyone will do that. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think this really like coincides into like maybe my last question for you that before I have to let you go, oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> but before we move on, like what? Do you believe about, you know, like speaking it into existence, like you're just saying right now, apply, 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 you know, so why do you think that holds power and, you know, speaking things into existence? You absolutely have to believe in yourself and you have to believe in the power of confession. Um, it's how I've built my entire life, both professionally, as an entrepreneur, as a, a woman, uh, as, as a human being. And, and if you're not saying something, right, because ooh, I'm not going to tear up the world is gonna say something to you. And so when those voices are coming, you have to combat that. But if you're not speaking that you're amazing, which you are, and you have greatness, which you do, then the voices and the pressures of people who don't know and understand your light, it'll be dim. So the power of faith and the power of confession and the power of belief, and I believe also, Sydney, the power of family. I know sometimes when we're teens, it's so easy to say, oh, mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, everybody who's loved me and raised me since diapers, you don't know. But I promise you that they do. And they need to be those voices that are speaking into you and who have prayed over you and meditated over you. So the power of family and all of that together will get you to your goals, whatever they are. So the power of confession is important, but it's not just our faith, it's our family. And that's going to create your future. And it's going to shut out all the noise when the time comes. So that's why. Oh, my mom's are here crying too. <laughs> I really, like, that really like shows into, you know, who you are as a person, you know, like why you care so much about these students and, you know, making sure that they know that these opportunities are real and that they can happen for them. And, you know, there's been million moments in my life where I let people, you know, speak negative things into my life and I would just absorb them and just be like, this is 
how much I can be and it's nothing else. But it took a lot of like, you know, self growth and a lot of, you know, motivation to let me know that I can be more than who these people say I am. These people have known me for five minutes. They can't tell me who I can, who I can and can't be, you know? So I think that, you know, speaking it into existence, existence, you know, going to family, you know, I go to my older brother about this kind of stuff all the time, you know? And so I definitely agree with that. So thank you. <laughs> Welcome. And it's important in the scholarship process, in the college process, because again, we say, I say all my scholars win, but there are days that someone else wins. And you have to remember, no matter what, I'm not going to compartmentalize. I'm not going to internalize. I'm not going to externalize. I'm going to keep going because just like there was that no, somebody is going to say yes. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to say that to you, Miss Sydney, as you're going through your college and your scholarship process, don't give up on you, baby girl. I will. I will. All listeners, <laughs> don't give up on yourselves. We need you. I need you. I'm looking for all the brightness that you're going to bring. So don't give up and keep your keep the faith. <laughs> I will. I will. Just for that. <laughs> But before I let you go and like letting my uh, listeners know how they can reach and follow you and everything, what are some scholarships that are coming up that we should all know about? Yeah, so we are coming into Congressional Black Caucus. There are scholarships through the Congressional Black Caucus are everyone from juniors in high school all the way up to law and medical school. So if you haven't checked out the Congressional Black Caucus, do that. Those scholarships are coming up at the end of April as well as all through May. The other scholarship, which is monthly, and it's for anyone juniors in high school all the way up again through graduate or professional school, it's the Courage to Grow Scholarship. But it's due every month at the end of the month. So if you can't reach it at the end of this month, just apply the next month. But those are two great scholarships that I hope everyone will apply for. Absolutely. You know, I I can't take notes as a do this because I need to think. But after this, I promise you, the laptop and clicks will be cackling, <laughs> cackling apply, for these scholarships. Apply, apply. yes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. So but before I let you go, thank you so much, Ms. Rear, for joining me. Why don't you share with my listeners how they can reach and follow you? So I hope you all will follow me at Scholarship DR, that's Scholarship Doctor. And we're on every social media platform, including TikTok. I'm at 9,000. Come on, y'all. Give me the Yes, ma'am. <laughs> What happens at 10,000? Well, we're on every social media platform at Scholarship DR. And my website is myscholarshipsolutions.com. Myscholarshipsolutions.com. So yeah, reach out. We have free consultations. I'd love to talk to you. I actually answer my phone, Sydney. People are like, is it really you? I'm like, it is. I'm like an Eminem. They say, you do exist. I do. (laughs) Absolutely. But thank you so much, Miss Rhea. Of course, you guys, please go follow her. She's giving you guys so many resources and everything that she can do for you all. And, you know, make sure you go buy her book as well. I think I believe it's also on Amazon, right? It is. And Barnes and Noble. Yes, ma'am. So please, you guys, the opportunity is here. Get that workbook, you know, see what Miss Watson has to, has to share with you all. And I'm just so proud that you are here with me and, you know, bringing back and coming back to my show and sharing this information. I'm definitely having you back on again for part three. Maybe we can make it a longer one this time because we love to talk. I would love to be here. Thank you so Yay. much. My of honor course. and my pleasure. Aww. 
But thank you so much again, Ms. Rodson and the Scholarship Doctor, and thank you to my listeners for listening, and this is perfect timing.